0: Hello and welcome to another badass edition of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. Today on the podcast, we are super excited to have Ian Crosby of Masterpiece Finishers with us. Ian is a musician in a band, plays the mandolin and also the guitar. He is an expert drywall finisher up in West Virginia, and we found common ground on many different things. In Michigan,
1: I, so I ran when I was a teenager. My mom lived on a golf course, and I would go after doing my homework and run the perimeter of the golf course, which I think was about three and a half miles. Uh huh. So I would do that every day. And then uh, they built a trail across the Courtney Campbell Causeway in Pinellas, which is a bridge across the bay from Clearwater to Tampa, and it's 9.9 miles long. So I aspired to run the length of that, which I did several dozen times after attempting across about six months it took me to run the whole distance. And so I did that a lot and then in michigan i was waking up at three thirty and 4 in the morning and running seven miles crazy r- running straight to the gym and then i'd climb 110 floors on the um stair stepper imagining yeah. that i was uh climbing the world trade towers because i just in some fantasy i believe that some drywaller was doing his last patch
0: Ian is a super awesome guy, and we're excited to have him on the podcast today. The Drywall Podcast is brought to you by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you'd like more information on Fresco Harmony, you can email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. And we'll send you a sample pack for free. The Drywall Podcast is available for your listening pleasure on PodBean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Without further ado, Ian Crosby, the 13th podcast on the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it.
1: Fresco Harmony. Well, I am on top of a hill in um, almost heaven, West by God, Virginia, and sometimes the cell phone service is a little spotty up here, so.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I like the audio. I'm We've got Ian to... Ian Crosby of Masterpiece Finishers, uh, gr- a great-grandson of the famous uh, Crosby of Crosby Stills National. <laughs> a lot no, of people no, don't know no, that. Right. A lot of people don't know that you said. You said great grandson. Why? Because he's
1: like, you know, right
0: Because <laughs> he's like a hundred, so, hundred and ten. <laughs> right.
1: And side note, like I'm a huge Crosby, Stills and Nash fan, and Neil Young, of course. I always have been, but I watched a documentary about him recently that portrayed him as sort of a villainous narcissist. Yeah, he was kind and of the other, douche,
0: the douche of the band. The douche. Yeah, he's yeah. like
1: totally. Too much, bro. Too much, douche.
0: Great song, so, great songwriter, though Buffalo Springfield. And vocalist, yeah, yep. Yeah, so, have so you heard like, some of his uh, acapella stuff, where it's just like him and the guitar? There's some yeah. albums out there where it's just him and the guitar, and it's just like the dude's next level for sure. So, no All shame. That. He's he's he he's he's afforded himself some douchery. <laughs> <laughs> have i i don't know we'll find out more will be revealed Ian, more will be revealed we have a whole hour we have a whole hour right. to discuss masterpiece finishers music we'll just see where the wind blows us from virginia and beyond west virginia west virginia it's the same thing west right?
1: virginia seceded <laughs>
0: seceded from
1: I believe, seceded from the Union during the Civil War. So, yeah, it's very okay. important
0: in West Virginia. Yeah, you don't want to make that mistake. Virginia
1: is it's like not... buttoned-up conservative horse owners, okay. and West Virginia is like sweaty T-shirt, I'm out looking for my horse.
0: That right okay, now. all right. Sort of. yeah. There's a fantastic documentary called "This Is uh, The Story of Us, U.S., and it's okay. a it's a fast like crash course through history. I, I think it's on the history channel. It's a fantastic, like 10 part series about the history of the United States. It's really great.
1: I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah. You seem pretty young to me. How old are we looking at here? I'm 35. I'll be
1: 36 this year. And I have seemed young to myself too up to yeah. like the last couple of years.
0: Sure. Yeah, I, injuries take a lot longer. You know, like I have. How to old t- you now? Forty six. Oh wow! Yeah, like I have to take, I have to take way better care of myself. I have to be more conscious about what I eat, about uh, what foam, eat even foam rolling, exercise, and stretching, and like that sort of weird stuff. Like I never had to do. Do you still um do installations in the field? Yeah, I just did that bathroom that I posted on the Fresco Harmony page. I don't know if you follow. Right. Yeah, it was like JJ Ash bathroom. What is JJ Ash? It's a color. Oh, okay. That's one of
1: your colors. Sort of that's like J. that's
0: that's JJ J. Ash right there.
1: It's gorgeous. I love it. Oh, I yeah. still it, haven't had the opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, turn one of my customers customers onto that product, but I'm. It's
0: forgetting. a it's a process. I was just texting with a guy. Um, let me see. One standby here. Brian Liddell was just sending me photos, dude. Check this out. This is his first run out of the gate. Is he a drywall finisher? Look at that. Look at that, dude.
1: He, yeah, like, I can see it. It's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'm like, damn, you're pretty good. And, and instead of saying like, thanks, he said, what does he say? Yeah, I've done hand textures for 15 years. You know, he's like, Which, yeah, fu- okay, fuck so- you. He's like, of course I'm good. Like a true drywaller. He's like, fuck you, dude.
1: No, that's cool. And I don't yeah. know how forgiving the product is, but I've studied in and out of uh, drywall mud and across the map. Like it's a different animal in Michigan than in Florida. In Florida, uh, green lid mud, tape bed skim, it's smooth, it's creamy, it sticks. Up north, yeah. you got to use green green lid mud for tape and then they'll choose something else to bed and finish with most notably like plus three. yeah. But where I come from, it's just straight green lid mud. So I've had exposure to all different types of mud in different places. And I've done Ephus and I've done uh, wet plaster. Uh, we had an opportunity to uh, install some Tadillac, and I didn't actually get the opportunity to pursue Interest.
0: through that. You, you know that uh, I might be inter- in interviewing Buck Buchanan. He wrote a book uh, called... Uh, this this dude's like old school um canon yeah is he uh um, have you heard
1: of this guy no i i i think the name sounds familiar but i can't say that either. so he knows use him of he, or something
0: he knows all of the like drywall dudes he's like an old salty guy that knows like like a lot of people in the drywall community, but he wrote, so that's the history of Ephus. This book is all about like how Ephus came to be. It's very interesting. Love this conversation so far. It's super cool. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, you know, I like talking about Fresco, but this is how the podcast started was because I would talk to dudes like you and we would start chatting about Fresco Harmony and it would turn into this long conversation, like whether it's about texture or walls or mud or whatever. But the fresco harmony—the interesting part was the fresco harmony was always the catalyst to these unique drywall conversations. Right. And so, uh, part of my part of me and the ego is like, oh well, I don't want it to be about fresco harmony. You know, like yeah, I want to market fresco harmony, but like I don't want it to be all about fresco harmony. The other part of me is like, dude, shut up. It's like, yeah, you know, no, and
1: I think that you should. I think that you should pedal the product, and also, I think that it is um, a link that ties so many aspects of drywall together. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm interested in what you're doing, and now you have an example.
0: Yeah, so, so this is uh, this is Steppe Bull. So see that corner? Look at that. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. So so my original idea was, yeah. oh, that's okay. cool. This is called th- uh, three quarter inch step bull. It's a bull nose with a little step. Okay. How badass is that? Right. That's a corner I've bead. I've seen it, but I saw it. No. I did two full houses. So the video's on YouTube. It's called The Venetian Corner by Fresco Harmony. I'll share the link with you or whatever. Um, but it's me doing, like, I had to learn how you got to use a chop saw to cut this stuff. It's like you become the trim guy, it's really fun to work right. with really challenging though so it was a hard sell for for trim tech carpentry
1: more than it is it's um, kind of like yeah
0: yeah because you got to right? put you got to put those in a corner you got to make sure those miters are like right on um but then they have they also have concave step step look at that
1: very, very
0: and cool. then what uh of course the chamfer you've probably seen that
1: you did this in arizona or New Mexico. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, so I had the opportunity to do two full houses, like hang, finish, text, and fresco harmony. So I had this concept, like, oh, I was like, you could charge, you could charge one low price for hang, finish, and fresco harmony instead of hang, finish, texture, and paint.
1: I said I charge um, a, a singular rate for those things together. So it's yes,
0: of... that's what I'm talking about. So instead of the prime and paint you would insert Fresco Harmony into that equation. And then now, now, instead of doing your texture coat, well, first of all, you only have to finish to a level three because you're doing a full two coats over the whole walls. You don't even have to glaze your angles, just tape them. Because you're doing two full coats out of the angle. So right. you just go ta- finish your drywall to a level three, zero sanding, let me repeat, zero sanding, like you don't have to sand. And then you I go, in, to... you go into you go into your you go into your fresco harmony system and then that's it. And so I was like, oh, you could charge one low price for, for that. And th- with the numbers, the way the numbers work, it's like fifteen to twenty percent over paint and texture cost. That's money that goes right. into the drywall guy's pocket, you right. know, versus painting. And, and so man. I ran that system on two houses, but I was like, let's take it a step further. Check out the step bull stuff. And the clients were like, that's fucking cool. You can install that shit. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it for an extra thousand bucks. Like just to get the experience. How many square feet was the house? Like 2,500 square (laughs) feet. Dude, I was ordering. The amount of work I did, I did not charge enough. But, But I still turned a profit because of the Fresco Harmony. So
1: the reason I asked you if that was in New Mexico, cause I'm from Florida and I spent um, several years doing professional drywall installations in Michigan. But I remember back to the days when I was just learning and there I've done a handful of houses where client will buy a new house, this uh, multi-million dollar home that was originally built with bullnose bead. And the first thing they, want gone is that bullnose sure houses like that we go in there and tear the bullnose out put 90 degree bead sure to modernize it right because it kind of dates it in time Yeah. new mexico in my mind it's like um florida and new mexico share a lot of architectural styles because they're influenced by spanish i've only been to new mexico once i did a um Community center in Hobbs, New Mexico. Do you know where that is? Mm-hmm. They built a giant community center, and I think the population of the city was only 150,000 at the time. So I imagined that they were expecting a population growth there. Okay. But I spent about two weeks there. So <clears> just <throat> everything that all the cliches about the desert it was cold at night, hot during the day. Mm-hmm. There were um, tumbleweeds blowing down the road. Yeah. You know, it was cool. <laughs> weeks out there i'd like to come out there again it's pretty cool
0: well if you want to come out and hang out fresco anytime chad, chad and i talk about that chad so far chad's been the only person to come down and like hang out with me and kind of train a little bit he went back up to newton illinois which is where he's from he's done over twenty-five thousand square he's done 25 000 feet of fresco harmony very cool and yeah. i wanted
1: to ask specifically do you does it is it a ceiling application as well i'm sure oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah. especially if you have heavy, like, broquet. I mean, any scenario where you want to cover up the existing ugly texture, you just do fresco.
1: So in Florida, and um, I share this with Josh. You know Josh, a drywall artist. Mm-hmm. Where he's at in Colorado Springs has a very similar drywall finish approach as Florida, where we do a lot of knockdown on the ceiling A lot of orange peel on the walls. Yeah. We used to to sell, like the drywallers from New York will come down and say, you guys texture everything because you don't know how to finish. It's not true. You actually have to make the ceiling flat for knockdown Mm -hmm. or else it flashes. Yeah. You know? And uh, the the more imperfections in the wall, the heavier the texture has to go, and it starts to get gaudy. So the idea is very elegant, light orange peel on the walls and it means you have to finish everything correctly you know so i spent a long time learning how to match textures i've done skip trowels i've done sanded i've done uh spray hopper spray rig you name it i've put primer in my orange peel and sprayed the wall texture and prime in the same coat okay all that i would like to invest uh some of how fresco Harmony will react to some of those scenarios because in sure. Florida on the beach, people tend to love to add accents to their home.
0: Yeah, that's
1: really a that, that off there.
0: that's a good way to start to um, a lot of people, you know, the biggest challenge, I think the biggest hurdle is some people jump right in, but it's like the sales. That's what we end up talking about. It has nothing to do with the application. Like you can do it it's watch a video or call me or whatever. Like these guys you can
1: use trowels. You do. No.
0: You can use it. I use a pool trowel, uh, a 14 inch pool trowel. That's a, a tip that I picked up from my boss in Crested Butte. We were doing what was called the Santa Fe texture up in Colorado. Oh, cool. And it's like, you know, you use a pool trowel and that's how you get sort of see those lines on that wall. I do. Yeah, okay. And I like it. I so, it. So the base coat is like you're doing pool trowel and you create these like lightning bolts. Well, then when you put the second coat on, you pull it tight and it creates purposeful flashing. That's all sure. it is. Then when you seal it, it finishes it and like wet sands it at the same time because you're troweling on a wet, uh, like it's a high viscosity, but you're troweling on a sealer. That's the third coat and that compresses. And it finishes the wall and kind of makes it wipeable
1: so it's sort of like a modernized um refined form of a tadelakt. do you know what that is have you ever looked into that mm-hmm. moroccan plaster so there's tadillact applications in morocco that have been there for thousands of years their exterior and what they did was use the uh the lime cycle Right? You, are you familiar with that? Huh? No. So the limestone. what are
0: you saying? You're not saying Cadillac. You're saying Tadlac.
1: Cadillac. T A D A L E No. T A D E L A K T Is she hip to the drywall podcast, or is she? Oh, you she- know she like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Drywall. She doesn't She's know, dude. Drywall. She doesn't know the power I hold, I wield. Gypsosis. It's yeah. gypsosis, as dude, Ben calls it. I've been with her for uh, it's 11 years. We've been married for eight. Yeah, if she never heard about Fresco Harmony again, she'd be fine with that.
1: So <laughs> when I was working with Ray, I don't know if you know the Cosmic Drywall or Cosmic Drywall in... Michigan shout out to Ray. Uh-uh. Um I love so I like that though. We partnered up in Michigan. He is um more so a drywall finisher and I'm sort of like more of a carpenter, but I okay. finish and I finish well. So we paired up really well, went to work together as carpenters, finished our own work, prime it, do all that. And uh man, after it's my it's my first drywall partnership that i've ever had in my career and after a year and a half of talking about drywall every single day i i couldn't even take it anymore <laughs> and i'm under the spell you know so i get it me
0: too yeah. me too my friends were like dude you always talk about Fre-. this was like pff, eight nine years ago they're like you always talk about fresco harmony nobody wants to hear yeah, you just it. we're <laughs> done
1: we're talking about. For us I, I, don't
0: know, ta- I, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose tadillac though. That, 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 that vein of conversation was interesting to me. Cause you're saying sort of this methodology with joint compound reminds you of a product it's a called
1: modernized refined tadillac So what Tadalac is the lime cycle is you have limestone found in natural deposits on earth, right? So humans thousands of years ago discovered that if you, uh, put this limestone through a series of, um, different forms, let's say, and then apply it to the wall and allow it to dry. Then it goes from an earthen substance to a workable material. And it turns back to that earthen substance again Okay. on the wall. You know, plasterers were, were a different animal. Those guys are gone. Like we don't, we we replaced that with drywall it's a better product which we could talk about for days yeah yeah. but so the idea with the lime cycle is that the earthen substance is um pretty much designed by nature to withstand natural elements okay so that so in Morocco they took that and applied it to their exterior walls. And these walls are thousands of years old.
0: Okay. With no
1: cracks in them and they're waterproof. So Ray and I were approached to do a tadillac bathroom in a multi-million dollar home. And I think it was gross point. I think it's like um $25 a square foot or $30 yeah. a square foot. And the reason is, and what like what you said that reminded me of Tadillac when you were describing the process of applying uh fresco harmony is that that final seal coat kind of burnishes
0: the metal yes.
1: it okay, com- so, it
0: compresses which is an important
1: part of the process and they utilize that Tadillac with um like you're supposed to take a stone that's actually of a certain density Okay, it literally physically burnish the wall yeah for countless hours countless hours compressing it yeah no and that's actually the part that gives it its longevity
0: okay and they do they do that now they just do it with the edge of the trowel i mean you know you see those material whatever i mean i've plaster. seen him, i've seen them doing it with like you know there's a lot of different types of material out there i i'm i'm digging more and more i get into this the more i'm like digging you know maybe i'll have maybe i'll have like some plaster dudes on and we can go
1: ephus plaster <clears throat> they're all different animals that yeah. utilize the same process drywall finishing is a is the most unique of those plaster you have to create your own product so you have to start from A scientific standpoint of understanding the lime cycle, they put their own gypsum to lime, to water, to you know, there's a combination Okay, okay,
0: that's all fine and dandy and it's wonderful, but that that's the exact thing that I didn't want to do. I was like, What just (laughs) dump the fucking color in the mud and go? Like you why are we doing this? We can walk on the moon. But the best idea that we've come up with for walls is fucking orange peel and paint. Here, you can have a boring-ass flat wall. It's really difficult to achieve. Or you can have texture. Choose.
1: So in Florida, they want to go slick. We'll talk them into it. So knockdown kind of looks gaudy. You got a few guys who really know how to spray an elegant knockdown. And then most of the guys that spray knockdown just fog in the whole surface pull it together okay right? so um the more high-end customers will they'll buy slick on a ceiling flat and smooth orange peel on the walls gives it a very elegant feel and the idea my school of thought is that you want the ceiling to disappear you know what i mean i think that's why ceilings are painted white hey i would love to come out there man i've traveled For about the last ten years, I've been to forty states in my truck, and that's doing commercial kitchen installations. I've never went somewhere other than my home state and Michigan to do drywall. I framed some houses in West Virginia, didn't do drywall here, but um, man, I would love to come out there. And and you're kind of a
0: dual project. Yeah, you're kind of like a vagabond.
1: In a way, I mean, I'm aiming back home. I lived in Detroit for. Uh, almost five years shout out Detroit yeah and um, West Virginia has always been a stopping point for me but my grandparents are getting old my niece is growing up and everything so I'm imagining myself in Florida hometown family and try to duplicate the drywall pro- uh, the drywall company model that we were so successful with in Detroit yeah in Pinellas but in the meantime I'm yeah I'm sort of like Vagabondish. So when you go and touch something up later, um, do you use just the vinyl product application or the color?
0: I use the colored mud, the all-purpose. Like so, the,
1: you mentioned the very last stage though is like sort of <clears> a product <throat> seals it, burnish it. Is it a different product, or is it just?
0: Yeah, product? it's a clear acrylic, is what it is. It's it's okay. a it's a it's a, um, it's a, a high viscosity clear water based acrylic. It's clear. That's travelable. Yeah, yeah, it's thick. It's like yogurt. It's cool. It's our own product, and it comes in satin and gloss. Have you ever so, done anything with gold flake?
1: I yeah. just asked the. Home- here yesterday if he wanted some gold flake in the ceiling he said not this time but next time for sure
0: these dudes that are just selling it here they started selling it Eric vasquez um he's a union dude they started doing walls here in albuquerque he brought a client to the client was on the fence really wanted plaster they brought him to my showroom and i just i sold the whole house to him you just have to explain it to him it's all sales it's, and as far as
1: people kind of, customers kind of get their mindset on something that was described to them in a certain light. And yes. I would tell my customers how perfectly engineered drywall actually is. I yes. want to say it's a space material, right? <clears throat> on the other hand, um, Connor, he's uh, South shore drywall on Instagram said i do the opposite he said i described to my customers how imperfect this product is you know so the drywall is a really interesting animal because yeah. it has its downfalls and all in all at the end of the day it's probably the most modern technology and building materials and at the same time it's just still spreading mud on the wall it's
0: inner we- it, well and imagine like the monochromatic world of drywall mud, all of a sudden, like you know, somebody has the gall to start coloring it. I'm using a colorant, uh, so water-based color. And so you're not really you're not really upsetting the chemical makeup. It doesn't matter how much water you put in, the color consistency, if you're using ready mix, is uncanny. From batch to batch, it's perfect. Like that's something you can't get with plaster because they're using these powders and things. And even acrylics don't color perfectly like paint, like, you know, like, so all purpose, like lightweight, what we use, the blue box, it has a white base um, colors perfectly from batch to batch. Like that is so awesome. Like it's a big deal.
1: Would it be the same from New Mexico to Florida? Because you know that drywall mud is uh, manufactured regionally.
0: Yeah, the biggest thing recent. Material. The recent thing was that the base color of the the product in Colorado. We have five distributors in Colorado. They were worried about the red rocks because it was getting made, and the quarries had different like color. And I was mm. like, well, it should be okay. The only issue you're going to run into there is patching if the if it, if there's a discoloration. I've been using the USG lightweight all-purpose for, and I think that they tint it because it has a different base from lowe's to home depot and most of the drywall supply shops your chaparral's your gms and like your l&w's they carry the wider base same as home depot but lowe's the the blue box same product has a yellow base and i think they do that with the big box stores and i think they actually tint it so so you get a little different color there but as long as you're using the same mud from project to project you'll be okay just document it in your paperwork yeah i just use the same mud to like to to thwart that part of the equation it's like and and to answer your question i've done a job in new york and used in a bucket So, I use the lightweight, comes in a bucket, not a box over there. No color difference. And I took a sample with me.
1: Like, You've, you've traveled all over the nation doing that stuff.
0: Yeah, a few states, but I've also sold it to different states. And coloring is not an issue unless I screw up a bottle. It's just so not an issue. That's one of the beauties of it. And also custom colors, like, you know, somebody can send me a Sherwin Williams color. And for a hundred bucks, we'll match it on the, on right off the website.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. And then I, and then you'll get for a hundred bucks, you'll get a vial or a, a color pack and you can mix that color pack into a box of mud and make three and a half gallons. And I'll I'll send you a sample cause I have to make a sample when I do the custom color. And so we have lots of custom color on the custom color page. Then the the product, then that product lives on there. You know, we'll make Crosby, you know, beige. That'll live on the custom color page. Oh yeah. So oh, that yeah. five years from now when you have to do a freaking patch, you can just buy it.
1: Well, that's important to know. That that reminds me of like um Corian on DuPont website. You yep. Like yep. It's important. And, what's the and, name of the
0: webpage? Frescoharmony.com. Amen. <laughs> I haven't even been on it. Like I
1: stay so busy, man. I haven't. Yeah. Even been. I've been on the road. Yeah. It's more of a philosophy. That's where the gypsosis comes in. You know, yeah, it's like a. It's more of a philosophy than it is a building material.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, but I and I love the conversation that it opens up too, because it's like, why the hell haven't they? How come USG's not coloring joint compound? Why? How come? How come talk... I have to use a freaking red top, which is stupid? Why can't I just color the damn joint compound?
1: When I first saw your product on Instagram, I got on Instagram probably two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, by Ray's recommendation, Cosmic Drawing, because uh, we were trying to build private clientele and stop working for contractors. Stop doing commercial work. Okay. Get in a field where we can face-to-face give a private client a piece of art in their home for example right okay so um ray had the brilliant idea of promoting ourselves on instagram and we had two different companies partnered up so that allowed the room for two different personalities two different pages and it we we met so many friends local contractors that do private clients right and private clients on Instagram.
0: I don't remember where I was going with this. We were talking about marketing Fresco Harmony. You were talking about doing something flashy, working with not commercial, working with uh, probably homeowners more because it's not as much of a pain in the ass. Okay,
1: yes. When I first saw your product um, on Instagram, it, it presents itself as a... A uh, long-established high-end product that I feel like I've heard the
0: name of before. That's beautiful. First saw it, I'm
1: like Fresco Harmony. I think I know what that is. Now more investigation. No, I've never, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, you know, but it just presents itself that way. Like, yeah, something that you just. You just have to have in your high-end
0: home that's cool that part of that is that's branding um that's uh that's good branding but uh it can be detrimental though because lydia you know uh drywall shorty you've followed her she's up in uh, bozeman montana i got to meet her at uh intex and she and i was talking to her about fresco harmony because i was like dude you crush it and you would love doing this it's really fun And she was like, I was like, no, 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 it's just, it's just color in the mud, man. You smear that shit on the wall, go make money and have fun. And she was like, oh, I thought it was like a Venetian plaster system. Right. And I was like, no. And that's the only detriment to the branding that we've done. I think it comes off as like a high-end system and it's just colored mud. That's why I'm always like, dude, it's just colored mud. It's not, this is simple. Anyone can do it. Like
1: which is kind of hard to wrap your mind around like why like you said why is that so innovative all of a sudden
0: <laughs> you know and but here but this is the beauty to the podcast is that I, what comes up a lot is the resistance and the the energy in drywall this this tunnel thinking and that's why i want to talk about uh the music a little bit if you want um you know music is pretty important to you are you playing in a band or anything like that um we're actually currently forming a band
1: um my buddy here is picking up the banjo okay for the first time in his life uh i've been sharing guitar licks with another friend of mine for 15 years but we've never actually meaningfully pursued anything okay but since i started playing the mandolin about a year and a half ago um, i lived in michigan for a lot of years and i didn't even own a guitar like there was a lull in my musicianship yeah and then i bought a mandolin and i kind of jumped right back in Nice. And so last year Uh I've written a a couple of songs and um, been to a couple of concerts that were inspiring, you know? And so we're trying to put some things together. Uh, I was in a band when I was like 19, but we didn't ever actually play live. But the pursuit is to, yeah, really like crush it, write some good songs, start shredding our instruments like we mean it. Yeah. Do uh, you you write music? yeah i do you write songs write songs write lyrics write leads do uh, you sing share that i do okay and i've been losing my singing voice probably over the last four or five years like i lost the high register in my voice and um i i believe i had covid twice okay contested now which i wasn't ever before like i run long distances Okay, I breathe real well. I might even take a year off from running, still not have any problems with my breathing. I quit smoking cigarettes when I left Michigan.
0: Okay, um,
1: enjoy one every now and then, but <clears throat> congested right now. Yeah, and that's hurt hurt my singing voice. So I'm actually going to start taking singing <clears throat> less. I don't know if it's going to do me any good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, if you're yeah. a singer, then you know when when we were kids learning to play guitar. It was like Stevie Ray Vaughan didn't take lessons. So we're not going to either, you know, and it was kind of real bullheaded because looking back should have just took lessons.
0: Yeah. That's Steve. Yeah. 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 If you can, if you can do what Jimi Hendrix can do without taking lessons, well then you probably don't need to take lessons, but if you're not that fucking good, then maybe take some lessons. (laughs) Jimi
1: Hendrix is actually (laughs) jazz trained really he's a classical
0: trained no way he, he's music
1: he, theory yes he, he look he it up man he's not well just i know self-talk. that he, i know
0: his uh drummer is a jazz drummer
1: right uh They're mitch mitchell Very trained musicians that's why they paired those guys up together because they can read music they can play exactly what i always mean.
0: heard Jimi hendrix that couldn't read music but his his like his stuff is very amazing. He's a
1: jazz guitarist, and I don't know if you've ever ventured into Mm-mm. jazz guitar. Uh-uh. It's incredible.
0: It's incredible. <clears throat> I mean Django Reinhardt. You know, that's about it.
1: Without understanding music theory, you you can't be a jazz guitarist. I was in a jazz band in high school,
0: oh. and the
1: teacher actually dumped down the material for me dumbed it down i played guitar was the only guitar in his jazz band in like 10 years
0: oh wow he wrote
1: my own music for me separate from the rest of the band very cool about that but yeah it's really difficult so i took
0: a i I took a semester of classical guitar in uh, college and it was interesting but i i get bored with you know i don't want to practice it and then it's like... like
1: engineering in a way more than yeah. it is art. If Recently,
0: I've we got a piano, a stand up for my brother in law, um, like just a stand up full piano. Uh, yeah, yeah, I started plunking on it, and I took a couple lessons, like just through YouTube, and it's amazing. Like, it, like then I went back to the guitar, and it was like, like it changed the guitar. Like I was like, oh, a C is like that's interesting. Oh, a C is an F of G, whatever you know. I see, is these three notes? Right. It kind of like all music theory. It kind of put so, that, but like just just a little bit of the piano. It was amazing how it shifted how I looked at the guitar. Its firsts and fifths are what make your most basic
1: chord. So a mandolin is tuned in all fifths. You can strum an open mandolin and it's a chord. You can't okay. do that with a guitar. You can do that with a guitar, but you're in a certain key.
0: Is that the same? Is it's it's not the same as a uh, ukulele.
1: I've owned one, and I know that I tuned it, but I don't remember. I don't think it's.
0: Do you play? Do you play the ukulele a lot?
1: I do, but I don't own one anymore. So
0: Uh, they're so cool. But I
1: would like, and to me, it doesn't have the same appeal as a mandolin because I'm, I'm like. I guess i must have some bluegrass in my blood or something yeah yeah not samoan or oh
0: the mandolin is just freaking i have two but i i play them i play them a little bit Mm
1: -hmm. so that actually opened up the guitar for me i played guitar for 20 years and built bad habits and then so real quick background here um he's amazingly successful young man And he bought himself a piece of property up here on this hilltop. And we have built him a house up here. Way cheaper than him buying something that still needs repaired. And I attempted to sell him some Fresco Harmony. But he's kind of like stubborn like a drywaller on some things. And we did so many custom finishes in here. Um, Beams. See, I'm actually... The beams weren't perfectly flat. And so I had to go along and float out the ceiling everywhere. Which
0: way am I going right here? Yeah. To match
1: the file of the beams.
0: Um, Stay around. Ian Crosby, Masterpiece Finishers, thank you for being on the Drywall Podcast today. If you had a pearl of wisdom that you could bestow upon the drywall community uh, globally, nationally what would you say to these crazy drywallers out there um now this is going to be straight blasphemy from
1: my school of thought but in my age i'm realizing that there's only a finite amount of energy that one human can have across time and drywallers are compelled to go hard Hard, 100% all the time, balance. It's a thing that I can hear them say to me in Detroit over and over again, balance, balance. Treat your body good. Because my back is going out, I'm only 35, I'm worried because I don't get the chance to stop doing
0: drywall, you know? So Right,
1: right. All the drywallers out there, balance, balance. Because you're Um, running wall before you before you see yourself slowing down
0: take care of your body drink water um thank you for being on the drywall podcast today uh uh ian thank you for having me man so interesting yeah it is it really is um and you've have you listened to a couple podcasts yet have you listened to one yet i haven't I've listened to the excerpts that are on
1: YouTube. Okay.
0: Um check out check out the Joe Koenig one. That one's pretty funny. Okay. With uh, the right. the owner of Trimtex, that one's pretty good. Daniel Osborne's is pretty good, but uh, um, you As know, the-
1: you had or been approached by uh, Drywall Nation. I don't know what the guy's name is. Do you know his name?
0: Brian. Yeah, I've talked to Brian. Hey. I I know him. Yeah, we we might, uh, you know, I I've reached out to him. He's kind of harder. People like him or Drywall Shorty, people that have a lot more influence are harder to get to. Um, I am. I I am kind of like going after whoever but with it's kind of like a tactful um direction. You know there's certain characters that I've seen you kind of because you asked. And so I was like, "Oh, he's interested in being on the podcast. I'll I'll put him on the list." And then I'll, I have different lists that I go through and I was like, oh, I'll pluck him next. I'll pluck him, but there's no real rhyme or reason. I'm not going for masterpiece finishers. Cause you have a billion followers. I'm interested in your story. And I think that's what drywallers want to hear. Right. Um, you know, I, they want to hear the story. I mean, you, you had some tremendous insight about products and the, you know, we, we got into the weeds of Fresco harmony, but that's okay. Um, We're always going to do that, yeah. Especially with me. I mean, I'm, you know, it's the, it's, it's kind of what I do. But I, but I'm, my background's drywall finishing. We didn't talk about whether you do hand finishing or run the tools or anything like that. And and yeah, we're
1: going to keep that all a secret.
0: I get into it less too. Like, like I get into it's weird where the conversations go. I never know you know, how they're going to pan out. My conversation with, uh, I I talked with um, yesterday was Rob Mack, Robert McLaughlin. He was very interesting. He was an interesting character. And, uh, you know, uh, he was in the army. You guys
1: talk about drywall?
0: Yeah, a little bit. We talked about uh, his... um, how he runs his business a lot, you know, yeah. he, like, and then he like had some issues with his business and then he lost this business and he's starting a new business and like the challenges of running a business. and Which
1: is also very interesting to a drywaller yeah. because let's say you're just um, like uh, an avid drywaller and that's your life's mission. It doesn't necessarily make you a good
0: business person. No, you know, and, that's a yeah.
1: whole different thing that you have to wrap your mind around and to be able to pair the two together. That was one reason that Ray and I were successful because I'm just gung ho drywaller. just send me in there with a screw gun with bag of screws and a stack of drywall. And yeah. don't talk. I'm doing it. I'll come. You go talk to the clients you figure. It. And I'm good at math, too. So <clears> we had a good balance, <throat> but that was because there was two people and one of them was doing hot, heavy business work
0: yeah and that's me i
1: like to do drywall i prefer to do drywall oh and we talked
0: we talked about one job at a time not getting and that goes back to your balance not getting overextended too much keeping it sort of simple i do one job at a time and i'll book out versus piling up a bunch of work and then being crazy i'm
1: on three projects right now yeah, and I let God like design where's best for me to go. That's just the yeah. position that I'm in right now. Like, yep. there's different models of a drywall career right yep. now. I have a project that's pending. Uh, the HVAC technician and he's known to be slow to respond, so I'm like buying my time because I have these other things to do, and then I know that that client is going to call me and say, "All right, I'm ready." And usually, it's at the perfect time. In the meantime, yep. I have people calling me from different states asking me if I will come there and do work. Yeah. It's, it's just so hard to turn it down because I want, <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to do something for my client. You know, yeah, yeah. I have to say I just can't do it. I'm not good at scaling. I haven't yeah. met that nine-year-old kid who just had a baby who just got to make a check and he didn't finish school or something like that. You know, yeah,
0: so yeah. Busy stuff by myself. Yeah. It's tough. See, that, I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely an interesting business. That's an interesting direction as well. But uh I try to let the conversation take its own direction. Um, you know, and not interject too much. This one I interjected a lot because it was, uh, you know, it was interesting. We are talking about Fresco a little and bit.
1: You have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. We could probably talk for another three or four hours. I mean, yeah. I'm interested in it. And then, so what I was going to say is that I'm looking forward <clears throat> to the day when I hear about Fresco harm anymore.
0: You know, come down. And if you do you know, we'll make sure we have something or there's at the very least you can, you know, we can hang out in the studio to, and, and work on samples and you can learn about the products and I can do a private training. Um, that's the very, I least. want to do that, but I would get you I on definitely the job. I would get you on the job. Like, you know, let's like, my hope is that there's a job because that's really how you see it. These, these right. guys that host these like trainings, and you're doing a little bit swat, you know, you're doing a little sample with like marbling and shit. It's like, okay, that's fine and dandy, but like, I mean, you know, do, there's got, even you know, if it's
1: just one wall, like an accent wall <clears throat> in somebody's office or something like that, I can see how that would be a better application. Now. Yeah. I spray texture. I spray paint. and I, I know the ins and outs of masking, you know, I, I work in people's finished multi million dollar homes. So yeah. as far as, clean and creating lines and edges and all that that's
0: pretty
1: much already
0: in the bag and skimming
1: walls with mud I mean I got that in the bag there's
0: some suggestions that I would have for you around sales now I wouldn't just go try to sell it the first thing that you need to do is make a sample out of that sample pack that I sent you that's out of the gate you can't sell it unless they see it I've got a crate of samples in my truck that I carry to every project. That's what sells it. Yeah. Next, you don't sell it to that dude. You'd be like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do an accent wall for you. Right. If you want, here's a color chart. You should have a color chart, right? You pick a color. Here's what it looks like when it's done. So you have a Merriman-beige sample, you make that sample on a piece of masonite or whatever, 16 by 21 is a good size, inches, and you make a sample and you'd be like here's what it looks like here's the color chart if you're interested i'll just do a wall for you right and just do it and and that you generally throw what
1: that in where you would uh have a a, dry, a finished drywall application let's say i'm doing a whole house i'm gonna finish that wall anyway Climb and paint it, most likely. Yeah, You just do this one wall for you and this other product. It'll be finished. If you don't like it, then I didn't get burned. You didn't get
0: burned. No, if you don't like it, we'll paint, we'll texture it and paint it. If you don't like it, it's no big deal. We can paint over it. There's no risk. So don't get lost in the whole sales. Like, I mean, that's what sells it. Like, Allow the product to do the work for you.
1: Plaster is made for... Uh, plaster is designed uh, to reflect radiant heat so this was before like hvac systems were engineered drywall has to be insulated behind but you can create a system that is much more um uh what would we say efficient to heat because there's the application of insulation where plaster walls that were built during historic times do not have any insulation the plaster itself is designed uh, to
0: reflect radiant heat nowadays too it has to be like you have to have special plaster board and lath and brown coat and all that stuff it's a nightmare and
1: if you penetrate the
0: if you penetrate
1: it then it loses its
0: uh oh, interesting Yeah. This is, this is just a finish over your drywall that you normally put up. So, so (laughs) those are, those are selling points. So that's what I would, you know, just listening to his message, like that's already what I'm calculating in my brain. Now, the fact that we're way cheaper than plaster, that means you can do more. If he's looking at just a groin vault ceiling or an accent wall, I'm like, dude, we have a $1,200 minimum. But at these prices, you can do a lot more fresco harmony. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about doing all your commoner right. And I'm I'm instantly upselling.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna introduce it in Pinellas County, Florida, where there's many, many retirees that own multi-million dollar beach condos and and yeah. freestanding um uh, 3 and 4000 square foot homes a lot of yep. retired ball players a yep. lot of people move to Florida from Hollywood anywhere
0: dude anywhere that somebody wants nice walls it this is not a southwestern thing um but that but uh the first step is that sample man mix that color pack get familiar and that'll get you excited about it. It'll be like, Oh man, this I'm stuff already is cool. excited. Like I want to do, you know, take it. And, and then a lot of people, if they have an office like John Zulki, or, you know, if they have an office or a home, they can do a wall in their own home or office. And then now you got a place where you can bring people and show them what it looks like. Right. That's right. a, that's another great tactic. Then uh, and then I love the advice of, uh, you know, balance like, uh, ian crosby ian Crosby, uh masterpiece the master balance so i'm not real good at that and that's why people <laughs> have given me
1: that advice across time so they're gonna call bullshit on me they're gonna be like you this is the guy who's up at 3 30 in the morning running seven miles and then at the dry, first guy to the drywall job with a stack of drywall in yeah. his truck and he doesn't want to take lunch in Michigan, I w- so I ran when I was a teenager. My mom lived on a golf course, and I would go after doing my homework and run the perimeter of the golf course, which I think was about three and a half miles. Uh huh. So I would do that every day, and then uh, they built a trail across the Courtney Campbell Causeway in Pinellas, which is a bridge across the bay from. Clearwater to Tampa and it's 9.9 9 miles long. So I aspired to run the length of that, which I did several dozen times after attempting across about six months, it took me to run the whole distance. And so I did that a lot. And then in Michigan, I was waking up at 3:30 and 4 in the morning and running seven miles. Crazy running straight to the gym and then i'd climb 110 floors on the um stair stepper imagining yeah. that i was uh climbing the world trade towers because i just in some fantasy i believe that some drywaller was doing his last patch when the building fell
0: Interesting. in and
1: off over metal studs with 5-h drywall he was cussing Cause yeah. he had to go back down to his truck, 90 floors down. Yeah. You know? So I stair step 110. Damn floors, fire, up. damn fire Same drills.
0: Fire. He's on, yeah. he's all mad. Cause he's like stupid fire. Yeah.
1: Dr- and I'm know. on my way up there to save my <laughs> drywall brother and let him know he needs to come down. And so I was doing that every day. And then, um, my back actually started going out. I was diagnosed with sciatica of lumbago. I think is what it is
0: weird, which is. Which is a certain region of sciatic nerve pain. Yeah, running right. is running is hard on the on the joints and body.
1: Oh, that's what I was talking about with Josh, who also the drywall artist, who also yeah. has dealt with sciatica. And I asked him, "Do you think that maybe me running seven miles has actually done more damage than good?" And he said, "I think it probably did a little bit of both."
0: So I've got to reevaluate yeah. that. You know, I, I do. Measure- uh, I do ice baths. Oh, I'm such a wimp when it I've comes done out. four. I've done four this week, like cold, cold. Really? I have a friend who recommends that, but, man,
1: I'm such a wimp when it comes to the snow and the Yeah, they're ice. hard.
0: There's nothing like easy. Snow. Those dudes you see doing ice baths, they're hard. It's really hard practice. But the dopamine release and what it does for your body and everything afterwards, it's just amazing. Like, I love Better it. Better than drugs, huh? Yeah, yeah with no yeah. withdrawal systems. <laughs> right. And less expensive. <laughs> Ian Ian Crosby, master masterful masterpiece finishers. Um cool, thank you for being on the drywall podcast today. Um we yeah, hopefully we'll hook up soon and you'll come to Albuquerque and we'll do sure, Sir. When you come down to Albuquerque, maybe we'll do a live podcast too. Anybody that comes down here to do a training we'll do a live podcast and and give a shout out and um yeah we'll uh we'll talk to you soon have a fantastic day thanks for having me and uh again shout out the
1: bean team you know who you are yeah and uh yeah drywall podcast man some best new thing going on the internet <laughs> thanks man
0: we'll talk soon have a great day all right you too nick see you all right bye. special thanks to Ian Crosby for being on the Drywall podcast today. We appreciate your time and we hope you the very best in the future. With us today, special guest, the devil, to help take us out. Thank you, Nick. That was a fantastic podcast. I really enjoyed listening to Ian. Seems like a good guy. Hopefully I won't see him in the near future. Um, I appreciate you once again having me on the show. Back to you. Thank you, Devil. Always a pleasure. The Drywall Podcast is brought to you today by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you'd like more information on the Drywall Podcast, Fresco Harmony, or anything, feel free to contact me at info at frescoharmony.com. We appreciate you listening to the Drywall Podcast today. Remember, keep drywalling.